What's up, everybody? This is your host, Kia. Welcome to Well Said. You are listening to Season 3, Episode 1, Things You Should Know Before Starting a Business. Please follow us on social media at wellsaid.podcast. And for any questions, comments, concerns, or if you'd like to be featured, please shoot us an email at talktous.wellsaid at gmail.com. Again, that is talktous.wellsaid at gmail.com. And of course, don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast. Some of you may or may not know that I did start a business um, earlier this year. Well, I want to say it was summertime this year, and it is called All Things a Thing and just getting it up and going by itself. Starting a business does take lots of hard work and it does take a lot of time and patience. So, my business currently is in the startup phase. And what that is, is it's just taking the steps to become its own, to build its own identity, to get on its feet and make its own money. It's just in the phases of becoming its own business. One of the first things I had to figure out was what I actually wanted to do. Um, for you all, it's the same thing. So figure out what you actually would like to do. And this doesn't mean that you have to be good at it. There are a lot of us who would love to start a salon. However, we're not good at doing hair. We can go get the certification or the license to do hair, but that may not be our thing. The market may be our niche. So with that being said, secondly is, is there a market for this? Not meaning, is there a business out or are there businesses out that are already like yours and then what you want to do and have they created the market for you? But what this means is, is there a need for what you want to do? Is there an actual need or a want for it? While businesses do take time to operate on their own, You don't want to be doing something that nothing or like that has no relevance or you don't want to be doing something that no one wants or needs. I'm sure we can all name a product or a service out there that is just we didn't even like maybe, you know, and no one else around you knows. Right. Or no one else around you actually uses that. You would have to educate them on that. So you want to do something that more specifically in my case, I, yes, I do do, uh, I do do a lot of retail, uh, products. Um, I do sell a lot of different products, but I am more trying to get into stuff that people actually need things that they cannot go without that they have to purchase. So you don't want to be doing things, um, or doing something or selling something that is not needed or wanted by consumers. My biggest advice is to find out what you are passionate about or what you're good at and build on that skill and competence can go a long way. If you know what you're doing, if you're passionate about what you're doing, the money will come after that. So just make sure that you are passionate about it and that you're good at it. Like I said, I'm going to bring up the salon a lot, right? So if I am passionate about my salon, I may not know how to do hair, but I know business and I know how business works and I know what makes money. So in that case, I'm passionate about the business. I'm passionate about my consumers or my customers or my clients having really good service, leaving with the style that they want, leaving with the service that 
they are greater than happy about and secure and you know they leave with that good self-esteem and something that I can actually make money off of and my employees are happy and my consumers are happy so it's may not be something that I'm good at but it's something that I'm passionate about and I'm somewhat competent in it if I go ahead and I try to get that license number two Find out what certifications, licenses, permits, and fees that are needed to um, or required to be paid. A lot of people do bring up this point where you can start a business with no money. While we would like to think about that, that's not actually true. You do have to have some sort of money. And I can honestly tell you guys, those people on YouTube that say that they started with $100, Um, yeah, they may have started with a hundred dollars, but over time, a startup can really get expensive. And I'm not saying that this is not loan money. Most of the time it's your money coming out of your pockets that you worked hard for or that you saved for. So just make sure that you are privy to the information before you decide to dive into the business game head first, because it can get a little scary. I know in Texas an LLC could run you for about 300 to $350, all right? And that depends on the type of LLC that you get. There are different types out there. There are different types of licenses that you have to have. Sales tax, all right? Having a permit to sell or having different requirements that are needed to provide a service. Um, like, let's say if you're going into security, if you wanna do private security, you have to have your level one, your level two, and your level three, right? And on top of that, if you were to hire someone to take care of that, they at least need a level three. So these are some things that we should look into because if you start a business and you think you're about to start it with $100 and then the tax and revenue office kicks you back and they say, hey, no, buddy, you need to go get a certification. And now all of a sudden you have to pay thousands of dollars to go to a school to get this done. Um, that can raise a lot of issues, all right? And it can actually set you back. Not saying that setbacks are bad, but you want to at least have some type of knowledge of what you're doing before you do start your business. On top of that, I want to get more deep into it. Um, Know what may or may not need to be paid every so often. For example, quarterly taxes okay a lot of businesses pay quarterly taxes you get notifications about quarterly taxes or something that you keep track of or something that you have an accountant or a finance officer keep track of for your business those are big things because then when you do file your taxes if you haven't been paying your quarterly taxes you can be in some deep water so just make sure that you set a schedule know the schedule or at least have some type of reference where you can go back and say hey i need to pay this much money by this time A little advice to you guys, if you do start a business, make sure that you have a business account, a business bank account and a merchant account, all right? The reason being is because you wanna show, not only do you wanna show record of what you've been spending and who you've been paying, especially if you've been paying yourself or um, if you've been, Um, buying supplies or even if you have just reoccurring payments or things like that uh, um, accounting issues right not only are you keeping record of that but when it comes time to pay stuff 
you will know if some money is missing or you will know, you know, how much money you have left or you should at least know. Um, my best advice is that you you do consult. If you're not good at money or if you're not good at uh, finances or things like that, that you do hire somebody, talk to your friends, talk to uh, other people in your community that can refer you to someone who is knowledgeable on that or who has a lot of experience and who won't take your money, right? Um, because that's a that's a big deal in itself. But if you are not knowledgeable on how to handle money, get that business account, get your LLC or your corporation or your self-proprietorship, whatever it is, get that and go open you up a business bank account or in a merchant account and or I will say and then get you a financial advisor or an accountant if you don't know. For my people who are good at math and are good at handling their money, me personally, the best way is to learn from experience, okay? Eventually, when I get to the point to where I can afford an accountant or a financial officer or something like that, financial advisor, um, when I get to that point, I will hire one. But I want to get to know the admin part and the logistics of everything first before I decide to hand that to somebody else. Because when things hit the fan, I can go to that person and say, hey, I'm looking at the books and they're not right. And if they tell me something else, I'm going to look at it because I have that experience. I can look at it and tell that something is wrong with it. So that is just from personal experience. Making sure that you have that money in the bank account, that you can afford to pay your quarterly taxes, supplies, pay for marketing. Um, that's a problem too, if you see it as a problem. Uh, yes, there are free marketing avenues out there like social media. Uh, social media is a big one. If you want to make money without having to pay someone to advertise, social media is a big one. However... You need to keep be able to keep up with how social media works. Being able to find a good time frame. When do most people look at their phones? What market are you trying to target? Um, they're setting up a schedule to post um, every day or every other day or however. So once you get into the science of marketing, that's when some people realize that marketing isn't as easy as what they thought it would be and that they end up hiring a marketing team or someone who can post every so often for them. So that is why I say even though marketing is free, it's not really free because you have you have to take the time out, the effort out and possibly pay someone if you can't keep up with the science of marketing. So make sure you have money set aside from that. Also, hit up influencers. A lot of influencers, not only do they like to get paid, but they like free stuff. And especially if you are on a budget, if you know that you are just starting out and you are balling on a budget, you may have to give them a free product or a free service for them to advertise for you. A lot of them really do like free stuff. So if you can drop a contract and set out the parameters for that, then um, best of luck to you. But influencers these days are your best bet of getting the word out about your business. This is where networking comes into play as well. So go to conferences, connect with old friends, get to know the who's who um, around you. You'll need them later. So a lot of these influencers, they do go to conferences, they do go to shows, play, 
all types of things, um, concerts, make yourself go out, get out there, put yourself out there. It is, if you want to start a business and you, um, are kind of an introvert, you're going to have to try to get out of that shell, right? Because a lot of business works is getting to know people and talking to people and not necessarily being all up in their face, but being able to communicate with other people and not letting that introvert side get to you. Okay. It's kind of hard to hide it, but we do have to find a way to mask it. So get out there, go to conferences, go to different networking events, bars, a lot of bars and a lot of clubs will hold networking events during the week. So find out what those days are and get out there. And if you are that introvert and you don't want to go out there, pay a friend, pay, pay an influencer, start getting ambassadors on your team, you know, so they can go out there and they can do that for you. They can get customers for you. All right. Like I said, the main part of business is not only money, but it is a networking and marketing scheme. Okay. And if you can't keep up with the scheme, then you're going to have to rethink actually getting that business started up. This leads me into number three, find a mentor. The definition of a mentor is an experienced and trusted advisor. Your mentor should be well-versed and they should be able to guide you through your journey. A mentor can be your friend, but I highly, highly, highly advise that you not find a mentor in your friend. I'm going to say that again. A mentor can be your friend, but don't try to find a mentor in your friend. Okay, find someone who is like minded and is already established and has already gone through the steps that you want to go through to get to where you're going. All right. Find someone who's already been through it. Me personally, I would not be able to um, have um, a business mentor who's in the beginning stages just like myself. All right. I don't want that person to mentor me and tell me how to run my business if they haven't even gotten their business off the ground. I want to talk to somebody who's already established and has their business running and operating on its own. Because the majority of my friends have the same mindset as me, um, it it does make it a little bit easier to keep my friends close knit. Okay. And I do surround myself with like-minded people. So it is easy. However, finding a mentor is not as easy. Keep in mind all of the choices that we make come full circle. Birds of a feather flock together. So surround yourself with positive energy and listen to those around you. Because some people, you know, some people know that you'll be great. And they're only there to, to help you or to see you get to a certain point. And... Once you get to that point, they fall off, okay? So this is why I say do not try to find a mentor in your friend. All your, all of your friends are not meant to make it to the top with you. They're not meant to go on your journey with you. So finding a mentor is essential because that person, you know for a fact, is going to help you. And once you get to a certain level, you can do the same for someone else, okay? And your friends are meant to be your support system, they're not meant to mentor you through it. It's okay to get hints. I'm not saying that your friends aren't smart and they can't help you through the process and they can't give you good advice. However, they a lot of them are not professionals at what they do. And you want to talk to someone who is knowledgeable and who can actually 
help you. Your friends are more of a support system. They are there to pick you up when you're down. Okay. Lastly is number four. Accept the fact that entrepreneurship can be a bumpy ride. All right. There are times where you will be stressed out. You're going to think things aren't going as planned. You've received a lot of sales or orders, which is really, really good. Or sometimes maybe you don't receive any at all. Um, The biggest takeaway is to remain consistent and trust the process. All right. The business will grow as long as you water it and care for it. Okay. If you've ever taken care of a plant, you know this. If you've ever been in a relationship, you know it. It's going to go where you take it. You can, this is one thing that out of all the jobs that you've probably had, out of all the things that you've probably done, this is the one thing that you can control. If you don't go get your permit, you can't open. Whose fault is that? If you don't make any sales, reflect on that. How many times did you market? How many times did you you go out there? How many times did you hand out a business card or hand out a flyer or even post anything? So just take it for what it is. The business will grow as long as you feed it and you care for it. Don't give up. Never give up. Um, It'll be that one time where you give up where you look back and you think about it and you say, man, I could have done this differently. Had I done it differently, I would have been here. Had I done it differently, I would have been making this many sales. So do not ever give up on your business. Sometimes you may feel like you want to give up, but never give up. Always trust yourself. Trust that you can do it. You're a boss. Don't say that, oh, I'm trying to be a business owner. Hey, I am a business owner. I have this. I am making sales. Even if you don't make sales that day, even if you don't feel like it, get up, check your email, just like you're just like you're running the business. Even if nothing comes in, start early, start getting into that rhythm early, even if it hasn't started yet. Trust yourself and trust that process. Trust your craft. Do not ever second guess what you're doing. If you second guess it, if you don't believe in it, if you don't trust it, no one else will. So always stick with it. Always try to enhance it. Go to classes, you know, take um, extra training, you know, go to extra training. Or if there's free seminars, if there's regular seminars, conferences that can help you build on your craft and help you enhance your skills, do that. Do that. Take care of your business. Take care of your yourself. Take care of your skill. Trust your business and never give up on it. All right, everybody. So that is it for this episode. Okay, season three, episode one, things you should know before starting a business. Stay tuned for the next episode, friend or foe, where Josiah from Josiah's World TV will be joining us on the show. As always, please like and subscribe to our podcast. And for any questions, comments, concerns, or if you'd like to be featured, just shoot us an email to talktous.wellsaid at gmail.com. Again, that's talktous.wellsaid at gmail.com. Again, this is your host, Kia. Thank you for listening in and stay up.